Hello and welcome back to the Grubcast. I'm Jim Grubb. In today's episode, we'll be exploring the new integrated security features which are being introduced into Cisco's software-defined wide area networking portfolio. I asked Ali Sheikh from Cisco's Enterprise Networking Group to talk to us about the new features and how organizations are beginning to put them into use. Some of the capabilities that we think about traditionally when we think about security is firewall capabilities, intrusion prevention. Um, those kind of capabilities have existed for a while. The main thing that we're bringing along with these capabilities native to our solution is the ability to have our intelligence from our cloud delivered into the fabric, giving the latest and greatest of security capabilities into our SD-WAN And so when you're talking about the intelligence from the cloud, you're referring to the Talos uh, capability, Security Absolutely. Operations Center. That's exactly right. Talos is Cisco's place of looking at the threat in the world, making sure we know what's happening and how to respond to it. Yeah, so so for those folks that may not be familiar with Talos, Talos is a combination of machine learning tools and about 350 of the world's top network security engineers and data scientists that are collecting telemetry from the world's networks, uh, running it through pattern matching and anomaly detection from a machine perspective, and using that capability then uh, to identify any new viruses, malware, phishing attacks, even spam for that matter. And uh, uh, that information then is stored in a common uh, central database that then powers a lot of our security products. That's exactly right. And, and the Talos initiative, in fact, informs the world. Uh, we don't keep that just to ourselves. We want everyone to know and how to respond to these threats. With these particular capabilities we're bringing, we're simplifying that integration between all of this intelligence that we have within the Talos space and this fabric that we've helped the customer build for their wide area network so that the customer isn't really having to spend the time and do the research themselves. Cisco has done the research and now made it easy to consume all of this information we have directly into the fabric. So instead of manually configuring application profiles or signatures on your firewall, essentially Cisco is now doing this for you as part of a cloud-managed service. Uh, that, that's exactly right. So think about what you would have to do in a traditional setting where you have to write your own full rules, download the latest signatures, uh, be aware of new threats that happen or are out there and do your own a lot of independent research. And this isn't to say you should stop doing the research. Uh, this is to say the fabric now has an easy way to get the latest and greatest information on how to respond to these threats. So this could be application signatures. This could be DNS-related updates and information. This could be tying into intelligent proxies. All of that is made easy to consume in the SD-WAN fabric using the centralized vManage dashboard to just use a few clicks and leverage the full suite of Cisco's security capabilities. Okay, um, at least for uh, users that are not quite familiar with the vocabulary of our SD-WAN architecture, why don't you just give us just a, a quick rundown? You talked about the vManage dashboard, so give me a quick uh, definition of the different components mm -hmm. and then how it all works together, and then we'll dive into some of the examples of uh, the specific security solutions that are being announced coming up here. So there's three main things to think about when we talk about SD-WAN. The first is vManage. 
vManage is a cloud-delivered dashboard environment. This is your dashboard, your GUI to manage all of your WAN infrastructure. The front-end GUI to the software-defined controller that lives in the cloud. That's exactly right. This, this is your GUI that's yeah. giving you full mm -hmm. control over your wide area network. Your operations, your management, your policies, all your configuration, this is your dashboard. So when you think about your wide area, you go to your dashboard to see what's happening. The second component to think about is the SD, SD-WAN controller, the vSmart. This is the engine that powers the SD-WAN fabric. This is the entity that's doing all of the processing of the policies, the routing information, to make sure that your fabric is doing what you want it to. And, the, and this is cloud-based as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've mm -hmm. taken away all of the complexity and taken it into the cloud. So you have your vManage and vSmart fully cloud-delivered, running your wide area. Mm -hmm. And the third component is the edge itself. And the edge is the router, your traditional WAN router. Now, the edge itself could be in a different set of form factors. This could be a virtual appliance. This could be dedicated hardware. And we all know from a Cisco experience, there's a number of ways you can consume this depending on your needs. So for, you say, when you're talking about uh, dedicated hardware, you're talking about existing uh, Cisco Edge routers, for example. That's exactly right. What people may be familiar with, the ASR and the ISR hardware series, those would be the dedicated Cisco appliances that are able to leverage the SD-WAN fabric. Right. And then you say it can be consumed as a software function or as a virtual machine. That's exactly right. This can Essentially, this is software, which means I can choose to run it on a bare metal hypervisor. I could choose to run it in public cloud infrastructure like Amazon or Azure. Or I could choose to run it as an NFV on different white box solutions. Depending on how I want to use this, I can deploy my edge router anywhere. And I would imagine it can be a combination of those different types of endpoints. That's exactly right. So if right. you have some maybe lower volume traffic software endpoints versus needing an ASR for a, for a high-end solution, for example. That's exactly right. I mean, we all know that as much as we may want every site to be identical, the reality is branches are different, different sites have different requirements, I may need some services at one location whereas I don't in another. I have different business units with different needs. I may be geographically distributed. I need the flexibility to consume the wide area in the way that makes most sense for me at that location. Okay, well, that's a pretty good picture of the architecture. What Give us uh, some examples of the security features that we're launching, and how are they different from the security features that are already incorporated into the product? So let's talk about the three main functions that are already in the SD-WAN solution. The first is encryption. Everything is end-to-end -end encrypted using the highest encryption standards. This we know because we're bringing in all these different modes of connectivity and different consumption models. We need to make sure everything is encrypted. Where does that encryption, where does the traffic actually get encrypted before it traverses the WAN? This would be the WAN edge. So this would be your router where the encryption happens. So if you have a hardware router, it's happening in ASICs, very high performance, but it can also, the encryption can happen also in a software router as well, in the VM instance, for example. That's right. With the physical, the dedicated hardware routers, yes, we have the dedicated chipset to handle the encryption. Uh, but in the virtual world as well, we've come a long way on x86. 
And x86 is able to do quite a bit for encryption as well. And we're seeing increased throughput in, in doing just software encryption as well. So overall, we're seeing performance gains across the board. And now it makes sense to be able to consume it in a way that it benefits me most. OK. So that's encryption. The second thing is segmentation. Segmentation is the ability to have my isolated networks for my different lines of business. If we think classically, those would be VRFs, which were consumed using MPBGP or MPLS VPNs, which was a fairly complex network to, to networking technology that mainly service providers or upper tier enterprises were able to mm -hmm. handle. Mm -hmm. For the day-to-day -day consumer, it was very difficult. With SD-WAN, we brought the ability for even the smallest user with the most limited knowledge of networking to be able to benefit from isolated segmentation to protect themselves from the kind of attacks that we see within network segments today. And so that segmentation is set up in that vManage user interface. That's exactly right. You go to the dashboard. Very easy to consume fashion. Absolutely. Yeah. You mm -hmm. define in the dashboard what might be, say, your corporate segment, your guest Wi-Fi. If you have credit card uh, processing, you could define a separate z segment for that. If you are an entity that uses IoT devices or things like healthcare where you have the beds and different medical equipment, you want to keep that isolated, you can create all of these different network segments in easy fashion using the vManage dashboard. And then finally, the third thing from a security standpoint is integrated firewall. So from a traditional perspective, being able to make sure that you have your zones specified and only the zones in which you want traffic permitted can go through. So you define what's a trusted space, what's an untrusted space, and define what communications are permitted. Okay, so these are the features that we have in the existing product. What's new? What's new is we know that just having these functionalities isn't enough. We want to be able to inform our entire fabric about all the possible threats that could occur. And we need to make this easily consumable. So what is it that we're bringing? We're bringing the full suite of our application firewall capabilities so that you can leverage the latest and greatest in terms of signatures and leverage the application firewall to block the threats that exist. And this is where you're talking about being back, tied back into the Talos intelligence to make sure that you're always updated with the latest signatures or the latest intelligence in terms of new threats that are emerging. That's exactly right. And that the management of all of that now is done by Cisco through Talos, and you get that So what we're seeing set. here is we have our latest firewall capabilities in terms of being able to do all this latest application recognition. We're bringing in IPS, or intrusion prevention capabilities. Okay. And we're leveraging all of this to have the intelligence that we have in Talos. From the management perspective, you, the end user, will still use your vManage dashboard. That dashboard, that is where you define all these segments and your firewall rules and policies for your wide area, is also where you're able to see all of your security profiles, the latest signatures, and be able to respond to your threats in one place. So your WAN dashboard, the vManage, is providing you the latest in security, as well as allowing you to manage your entire wide area network. Okay, I also heard you say IPS. So we're adding IPS as a new feature then. 
what we're bringing in for IPS is the ability to easily manage it. Right? IPS isn't altogether a new technology. What we're bringing IPS in is the ability to manage it in a central fashion using the vManage dashboard to easily consume it, but also tying it into the latest signature databases yet again, so that we're never behind the latest threats. Our environment is always able to leverage the latest and greatest security knowledge that we have using Talos. Okay, just to be clear, so the before this announcement, there was there was already IPS capability so in the product. Before this, no, IPS was not yeah. within the fabric itself. Right. So we're bringing in yes. the IPS. Okay, that's what I wanted to be clear about. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So the IPS uh, has traditionally existed independently, but yes. not as part of the SD WAN solution. Right. Now the IPS functionality is also integrated into the SD WAN solution. Which means that it is simply part of the software. You don't have to have a dedicated IPS appliance to be able to take That's advantage right. if of you, this. If you, don't, if you choose not to have a dedicated IPS appliance, you now have a platform that will provide you IPS capabilities through the software so that you don't need to have additional IPS or physical IPS appliances. Okay. So we've got firewall. We've got IPS. Any other features? We've got one big one coming out. Uh, Cisco Umbrella is being tied natively into the SD-WAN fabric. Umbrella is our security portfolio delivered through the cloud as a service. So this is a number of things that we've got going on where we provide DNS level filtering. We also give you protection against bad actors from an IP addressing perspective. And we're also having the ability to have intelligent proxies in the cloud. Umbrella is going to be natively tied into the SD-WAN environment, where with a few clicks, you can choose to enable all the different umbrella services into the SD-WAN environment. Tell me a little bit more about the umbrella features. How that, do you have some use cases? Absolutely. Umbrella has a number of capabilities that it provides. Umbrella is our cloud security environment, from where we can give you DNS level protection so that we can uh, look at all the requests that are being generated and make sure that you're going to legitimate and safe ones. This is so if you accidentally open that phishing email and click on the link, you, you, exactly. can't, you can't reach there. <laughs> Once we identify that bad actor, we'll protect that. you from, click, yeah. from having clicked that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but there's sometimes you realize that just being able to detect a request and block that might not be enough. And that's where Umbrella's secure internet gateway comes into play, where... You as the end user may think, you know what, Cisco has all this intelligence around security, and I don't have the time and resources to do this by myself. Why can't Cisco just look at my traffic before it goes to the internet and make sure it's safe, it's clean, nothing bad's happening? This is where Umbrella offers that secure internet gateway service where you send the traffic to us, we'll handle the security aspect, make sure it's scrubbed, make sure it's not going to any bad endpoints, before we allow it to go to the internet. And similarly, the return traffic, it'll come to us, and before we allow it to reach you, we'll make sure it's clean, it's protected. So this, with this particular launch, it will give you the ability to tie Umbrella into the SD-WAN environment. It's not to say that you can't consume all these services independently, but again, the whole point is to tie our security portfolio natively into the solution. So it's not something that sits separately Everything is tied and integrated in a nice, easy-to-consume fashion. So let's go back to that 
use case. So this sounds a lot like what we're doing in the uh, in the colo space with secure agile exchange, essentially moving the DMZ into the colo so you don't have traffic that's hairpinning back through your data center. That's right. Um, with all these different capabilities, if we boil it down to the bare essentials, what we've done is we've virtualized the wide area network. Right, We're no longer dependent on fixed IP topologies. We're not dependent on fixed hardware stacks. We're building flexible environments both at the branch, in the colo, in the cloud, in the data center. And in order to address that, we need to have the flexibility to consume the services as we need to. So if I consider colos, I have a service like Secure Agile Exchange, where I have the ability to create different VNFs and service stacks inside my colo. If I consider my data center, I have my data center fabric. If I consider my campus, I have my campus fabric. If I consider the cloud, I have the ability to use on-ramp and native orchestration to go into the cloud. But security needs to be everywhere. And I need the ability to have the range of security options in all of these locations. Our innovations right now that we're particularly launching are around bringing all of our security portfolio capabilities into this fabric, into our WAN fabric, so that no matter where you are, you're protected in a range of ways, not just firewall not just IPS, not just filtering, not just proxy, but all of it yeah. and all of these Comprehensive endpoints. and now essentially end-to-end -end with the addition of this capability. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So do you have uh, any other use cases that you'd like to share? Well, let's think about where these would get applied. What's one of the big things that are, that's top of mind with everyone? Compliance. If I'm a different type of business, whether it's financial or healthcare, industrial, government, there are so many different requirements about how my data is managed, who can talk to what, what security measures I have, and how do I respond to threats. Compliance is one of the big things we're looking to address here by having a holistic approach at addressing all the different things that might be a compliance flag. Yeah, this is, this is interesting because as we start to see these new regulations popping up, I mean, obviously in healthcare we've had HIPAA, in finance we have you know, compliance around PII and other things. But uh, as we start to get these new privacy regulations, dealing with compliance across the world, essentially, with different sets of rules and everything, that, that becomes a very complex problem. And I imagine right. this can really significantly reduce that complexity because you can now have a centralized set of rules that essentially applies to everything. I mean, if we look at the landscape just in the last few years, there's a whole new different types of applications, uh, how we handle social media information, how do we handle private information, whether you're an employee or you're at home, um, different service providers, different enterprises. We have so much data collection happening. There's a lot of things that are happening that are causing transformation in how we even define compliance. So with our solution, what we're thinking is twofold. One. We want to address all the compliance requirements of today. But secondly, we want to have the flexibility in the fabric to address the compliance changes of tomorrow. Yeah. So if new regulation comes along, we're not hand-tied and having to re-architect everything to respond to those compliance needs. Right. And it's software defined, so it can be deployed nearly instantaneously. Precisely. Essentially. 
Um, one of the other use cases is going to be around guest Wi-Fi. Now that sounds fairly generic, but if you think about every shopping mall, every bank, every anywhere you go, they've got guest Wi-Fi now. It's sort of expected that you as a consumer of any type of service, wherever you go, you expect them to have guest Wi-Fi. I mean, we even have Wi-Fi on airplanes. So now the question becomes, if I have all of this happening and anyone can log in, what are we doing to secure this? And so again, we need the ability to define strict enforcement of all of these different endpoints and secure the users from what they're consuming over the internet, but also from potential bad actors that might show up in that guest segment. So this is why we're bringing this full suite of security capabilities to handle this guest Wi-Fi requirement as well. One of the things that's you know, as we see the the way that applications are changing, how we're, you know, a lot of our new applications taking advantage of microservices, some that come from the cloud, some that come from your own data center, the clients maybe uh, on a public network, maybe on your network. Uh, how do we start to deal with some of that complexity? The cloud application and what's happening in the application landscape was one of the reasons why SD-WAN came into existence. Our application patterns are changing. What was happening traditionally is all the application was backhauled to your data center, whether the application resided there or not, because the connectivity model was slightly inflexible. With SD-WAN, we brought in the ability to have this dynamic fabric, so you can go anywhere you need to. But that just doesn't mean that the security profile is gone. Even if I'm accessing something like Office 365, Salesforce, uh, all the different applications that we as enterprises consume now, that are residing in the cloud, I need to make sure that I have the most optimal connectivity so that I'm not forced to backhaul through a data center, but I'm just also- Just to apply policy. Just to apply policy. Mm -hmm. But I'm also going through a secure path. This is where our security portfolio comes into play as well, where we can leverage the different suite of capabilities to make sure that our connection to these cloud applications is the most optimal, but along with that is the most secure as well. If I'm going through an encrypted path, if I'm going through a secure intelligent gateway or internet gateway through Umbrella, I know my path is secured and my data traffic is protected. This also gives us the ability to bring in additional capabilities into our cloud where we can leverage uh, things like data loss prevention and allow the enterprises to define rules so that their data doesn't leak out of their company. So there's a lot of things so when you say data loss prevention, so I'm trying to protect my intellectual property, got some software code or, you know, mm -hmm. something, or maybe some confidential, you know, design specifications or something like that. How, how do I make sure that I'm not losing that data? How does that work? So think about what some enterprise might be doing. They're using a cloud storage service. Maybe they're yeah. using Amazon S3. Maybe they're using Dropbox or Box. Yeah. Their data is sitting somewhere in the cloud. Mm -hmm. What we can leverage using the security portfolio is that when you're accessing those services, you have to go through a secure gateway so that you can't just directly access that cloud storage to get the company files. Now, you're passing through the secure gateway. This traffic pattern is restricted to this particular session. If you try to send that data anywhere else, you're still going to have to go through the secure gateway, and that will prevent you 
from sending that data anywhere else. Okay, so you establish the policy at that gateway then, essentially. Absolutely. If you look at what's being done, right, with SD-WAN um, and the security integration of all these new capabilities, the whole idea is I want an easy way and an easy mechanism to implement or write my policies as an end user, but have that implemented everywhere to give me the maximum protection. So as my user or as the network administrator, I'm going to vManage, and I'm defining my security policy, saying, don't allow this, allow this. Mm -hmm. But its implementation is happening fabric-wide. It's at my endpoints, it's in my data center, it's in my colo, it's in my cloud. All those endpoints are secured. Is there work being done to allow that policy to cross the domain of the data center and that cloud edge and the branch, for example? Is there... Is there, are we getting to the point where we can define policy and then it gets deployed through the appropriate controller in those different domains? What you've just described, I think, is, is Cisco's long-term vision. This is what we want to be, where you as the user simply describe policy, and that policy goes into effect wherever it needs to. Uh, this distinction between the wide area, the campus, the data center that starts to disappear in that state where everything is connected end-to-end -end, and you are simply describing policy and that goes into effect. We're doing a lot of active work. I mean, from a, that sounds very attractive and from a vision standpoint, mm -hmm. what are we doing it from a practical standpoint? How are we achieving mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. Those are some of the things that we're working on actively. There's a lot of innovation happening in our protocols and how the protocols interact with each other so that my data center fabric can talk to my wide area fabric which can talk to my campus fabric. We're looking at how we can carry uh, attributes of all these different landscapes within the messaging between different sites, different components, different controllers. And how do we unify the policy language? Because at the end of the day, this just needs to be consumed as the human language that gets translated by the system and enforced everywhere. Into policy and then deployed in at the speed of machines, essentially. It'll yeah, have this, to be there at some is, point. <laughs> this is a beautiful, you know, it's a beautiful vision because imagine if you just didn't have to worry about it anymore, if it just happened automatically, or as you, as you spin up a new service automatically, based on the fact that you've already done identity management, for example, those, you know, that new service automatically takes on the appropriate policy set. Exactly. If, if we had to imagine if if I could just call it the network, which it was, it didn't distinguish between physical boundaries. It didn't distinguish between where users or apps were. It was just the network. And it had cent centralized, unified policy. Now, how it implemented, it looked at the necessary controller, it looked at the necessary fabric, it communicated in protocol, and it was able to do it. But for you as the end user, it's just the network. It's a beautiful thing. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Grubcast. If you're interested in getting a little more information, you can go to cisco.com slash go slash SD-WAN demos, all one word. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Jim Grubb, and this is the Grubcast. Grubcast.